everybody. This is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. And this is uh, Zen Parenting Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. And we are brought to you by Avid Company, and we'll give him give them a plug at the end of the show. But uh, we had one show all lined up for um, next week, but we actually decided to change gears. Yes, we sh- we've shifted gears. We have shifted gears. So we thought about uh, talking about this within the last few hours. So we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants, but I think it's a good thing. So this well, will be... Well, it's necessary. It's necessary. This is a discussion that needs to occur. And it's an authentic honest response to what's going on. So without further ado, why don't you talk about what we're talking about? Well, in the last three, four days, um, I've taken notice that in my hometown of DeKalb, Illinois, that's where I grew up, um, there's a big controversy going on around nursing in public. Mm -hmm. There was a woman who um, was in a store um, in downtown DeKalb and was asked to leave because she was nursing her infant. Uh, The store owner thought, I don't know what words he used, so I don't want to put words in his mouth. All I know is that he asked her to leave, that he did not think it was appropriate for her store or for his store. And what has happened since then is that she, this woman who was asked to leave, staged what she called a nurse-in, where other moms who um, are advocating for breastfeeding came out to the store and sat and got some press and um, focusing on the idea that breastfeeding is okay. In Not only is it okay, it is the law mm-hmm. that breastfeeding is okay in public places. Right. It is the law. So they were bringing attention to that. So I thought it would be important for us to focus on what's being focused on right now. So it started out as like some, I don't know, you found it on Facebook and then yeah, all of a someone sudden... posted something on Facebook, one of my friends from DeKalb, and then I read the article and then it was in the Chronicle, which mm-hmm. is the newspaper from DeKalb. And then I noticed a couple of days ago in the Tribune, which is obviously the Chicago paper, mm-hmm. and it's garnering a lot of attention. And this isn't the first time. I mean, this is an ongoing issue and right. something that I believe very strongly in. Um, and I surround myself with a lot of people who, um, or I work with a lot of people, I should say, that feel similarly. And I think it's an important topic to discuss on a show like this. Right. And in preparation of the show, you made it clear that we don't want to put one party versus another. No. We want to just kind of explain our take of the situation or your take and my take. Well, and not just – we can discuss it in terms of how it has affected our lives, but I want to focus on offering awareness and getting rid of some of the ignorance around breastfeeding because I don't think people understand that there is laws in this state mm-hmm. um, surrounding breastfeeding and the appropriateness of it. Right. I think people think it's something that's indecent, right. um, which actually breastfeeding by law is not an indecent an act. Now, I can't tell everybody, well, it's not um, by law indecent, so you shouldn't think it is. But I think the more we talk about it mm-hmm. and the more we discuss the necessity and the reason for breastfeeding, it will open up people's eyes to why it's so important and why they can begin to let go of some of that discomfort. And that takes time, right. which is you kind of wanted to share your original right. experience yeah. with it. I guess my take was as uh, when we got married, some of your uh, friends started um, having their families before we did. And I remember there's a few occasions where, um, you know, we're sitting there and then all of a sudden a, the woman just started nursing One of my baby. girlfriends yeah, did, just, yeah, just right in front of me and in, in front of us. And, you know, she didn't think twice about her. If she did, I couldn't tell. And I have to be honest, it was because it was new new to me. I'm like, oh, wait. Like, 
<laughs> like I, I wasn't ready for it. Right. I guess that's the best way I can put it. I wasn't ready for it. But over time, as you know, when we decided to have a discussion whether or not that you're going to nurse or use formula or whatever, you know, all these different discussions, it became much more normal discussion topics. Whereas before, we were just married and I wasn't in the breastfeeding world. Right. So once you got pregnant. Are you in the breastfeeding world now? I am of the breastfeeding <laughs> world. Um, so uh, anyways, so it became more normal for me. And then in discussion, when you were pregnant, we had discussions of, you know, how this was going to go and it became more and more normal. And so by the time Cameron came around, which is their second baby, you know, I didn't, I honestly didn't think twice about when you or well, how about else. with JC? How about with our first baby? Did it's, that, it was still, well, when it was you, I didn't care, but if it was one of your friends, you know, it's one thing if it's you because we are married. Right. Um, but it was a little, it, it took me a while to really be comfortable where I didn't think twice about it at all. And one thing, I'm putting you on the spot here, okay. but explain so, you know, everyone can get a grasp on this. What is the discomfort when my girlfriends be- are nursing in front of you? Because uh, this is a part of her body that is usually not able to be seen. And it's it's a, sex- it, it's it a sexual thing. It is thought of as a sexual part well, of her body. Breasts are multi-purpose. I mean, they feed babies and they're also part of sex. Right. And I was in the sex world at that time. Right. I wasn't in the baby nursing world. Right. So I don't agree with the store owner at all, but I will say that there, you know, my individual story is there's a, there was a sense of uncomfortableness with me in the beginning. Well, and why I think it's important for you to share the story is I think that yours, what you're saying is so common mm-hmm. is that it, for so much of your life, um, you know, breasts were thought of as a sexual part of a woman, which they are. I'm not denying that. But what shifted when you became a dad mm-hmm. and, and I, as your wife and the mother of your children, started nursing, right. did breasts start to change in meaning to you somewhat? Well, um, this might be getting a little personal, but after babies come, uh-huh. your body is shut off to the husband. Right. You have to give bit. your entire body away to this little right. creature, which is right. a whole other story about... Yeah, let's not get too lost Let's in not that. get too lost in that. <laughs> So all of a sudden, it becomes a feeding mechanism right. instead of something to be attracted to. Right. So anyways, I don't know how I got off on well, that tangent. My, my point is, is the point I'm trying to get to, have you now, did you feel that once you became a dad, there was a shift yes. in the way you thought about breasts? Yes. Okay. That's um, what I'm looking for is, because that's what I want to do on this show is, and, and, and I want, you know, people to start thinking and talking about how there is a shift in the way we can perceive because it is understandable of someone who has never been around a nursing mother who has never had children of their own and they've only viewed the breast one way. But once you start to be in a world of children and babies, mm-hmm. you start to see it differently, right. don't you? Or multi-purposeful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and it, it's funny, you know, as time went on, it became kind of a thing to, I don't know if celebrates the word, but there's nothing more pure I know. than a child nursing uh, with their mom. I mean, it's, and you know, once again, I, I think that women have it so difficult because they give up their bodies and all that, but yet you guys have a lot of rewards that comes with that. I agree. I mean, the fact that you were able to grow a baby inside of you is unbelievably, and I'm jealous of that, yeah. you know, and the fact that you can connect in the most raw way with your child in a way that I could never begin to imagine 
is kind of a bonus for all the hard work that you women do. And the beauty of that is, is that that is, that's what makes nursing so wonderful Mm -hmm. is that there's so many levels of it. It, number one, you're feeding your child, which is absolutely necessary. Okay. That's one level, but it's this bonding Mm -hmm. level Mm -hmm. that it's not only the bonding for, for, for me Mm -hmm. and me attaching to my child, but that is a way that my child attaches to me. Mm -hmm. There is, you know, I don't want to get too deep into psychology here and into my therapy background, but you know, there is something about attachment where when a child attaches early, um, you know, what comes with that, a sense of grounding, a sense of worth, a sense of uh, self-esteem, a sense of belonging Mm -hmm. comes with that attachment. So there's so many pieces to it. And on top of it, how breast milk is absolutely perfect food. And again, I know that um, I want to say this because I I have a lot of friends and um, some family who have struggled with nursing if it be because of something that happened with their body, like something physical or as far as life because they had to go back to work and pumping became difficult. And in no way do I want this show to be about feeling guilty Mm -hmm. about not nursing your child or only nursing for a certain amount of time. We all have to make our own choices for our family. We all have our own circumstances. So what this, what we want to talk about, or what I hope we're talking about, is just why nursing for the people who choose it, Mm -hmm. why it's a good choice for them. Right. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I kind of want to go back to this guy who got bent out of shape, the store owner in DeKalb. Yes. Because I saw a little YouTube clip of it. Yeah. And there was controversy on whether or not she used a little flap to kind of cover herself. It's irrelevant. I guess it is. It it is. But it would. And, you know, that's a controversy between, you know, he says this and she said that. And that's why I said it's irrelevant. Not because I... I think, you know, um, it matters, it either, matters way. either way. It's just that we start to get into the he said, she said versus what's really at hand here. Right. So go ahead, honey. You well, I, I, I guess um, what I was going to say is that for somebody who's completely new to it, it's it's more difficult and it'd probably be easier for somebody who's, you know, if they put a blanket over it or something sure. like that. Um, now, if I could care less if there's blankets or not, but it's because I'm so used to it. So I'm just trying to go back to the place where I can understand, I would, you know, I think this guy's a little nutty to ask a woman who's nursing her baby to be removed. And, um, but I think there are, there's gray areas as far as, um, discretion in that, you you know, it's easier, even for the baby, it's easier if there's a little bit of, you know, privacy with a blanket or something like that. Well, see, now that's interesting that you say that because a lot of nursing moms would say, would you like to eat under a blanket? Um, I don't. Like, would you, if right now, if you and I were going to share a dinner, would you like me to put a blanket on your head? If I was cold. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess that's the thing is we, and your comment is well taken. I'm not criticizing you for saying that because I think a lot of people think, well, the baby wants to be covered up. Does the baby talk? Does the baby really want that? Well, then let's get into it because I think the guy said, well, then use the bathroom or something like that. Oh, gosh. So then let's talk about the bathroom. How many times have I nursed or pumped in a bathroom? And what are your feelings when you're sitting on a toilet in a public stall nursing your baby? I think gross, Mm -hmm. dirty. There's nowhere to sit. A lot of stalls don't have anywhere to put a pump or to to sit. So you have to sit on a toilet and nurse a baby and um, cover yourself up, you know, behind a door. Mm -hmm. And it's, and again, I have done this plenty in my life and sometimes um, it has been my choice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's just easier for me to go in here and do this rather than be out here with people who are going to give me not necessarily a hard time, but the looks or whatever. But honestly, Todd, after I would say with JC, um, I remember nursing in so many bathrooms with her. With Cameron, it was half and half. By the time I had Skylar, I was nursing everywhere. Now, I did choose blankets and cover-ups and slings, Mm -hmm. which I think majority of people do um, because it's not like... 
um, we aren't trying to draw attention to the fact that we're nursing. That's not our goal. But at the same time, you want the baby to be comfortable. And if the baby right. is... There's, there's a middle place. Right. There's a middle place. Um, what's interesting, though, is I think a lot of it is geographical because my brother lives in Seattle. Yes. And when we're in Seattle... There's women nursing everywhere. everywhere. Seattle's a very liberal community. Oh, I could not believe how how often I saw that. And it, it, it was like very, very obvious. And then here in Chicago, I think because we're in a bigger city, it might be more accepted. Smaller town of DeKalb, right. it might be not accepted. Not as common. Not nearly we'll as common. And so. you know, one thing I did want to do, even though we don't usually do stuff like this, I wanted to read um, or, or at least paraphrase some of the laws in the state of Illinois. And again, for those of you who listen and don't know this, Todd and I are based in Chicago, and so I'm going to read Illinois law. But if you're interested in your own law when it comes to breastfeeding, um, I encourage you to go on Google and mm-hmm. to check it out. Just put in breastfeeding laws and it'll give you the, you know, you'll find it. But basically, the first one um, is that, um, la, 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 that breastfeeding is not a, an act of indecency okay. under the law. I mean, that's just real basic. You know, mm-hmm. this, no, by law, it is not an indecent act. Um, that breastfeeding, um, that a, a mother can breastfeed a child in any place, location, public or private, where the mother is otherwise authorized to be. A mother who breastfeeds in place, well, that's, we don't need to read that. That's about a place of worship, and mm-hmm. that's not necessary here. That is up to you and where you worship. And the last, play, the last thing that I thought was interesting that I didn't know is that um, there is an act for nursing mothers in the workplace, mm-hmm. that they can get time to, to go. go pump milk, that right. they can be excused under law right. um, to go pump milk, which I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And that was news to me. Right. And so I'm reading, you know, and again, I just paraphrase, these laws are much longer, but I want to be clear that these are laws in our state, that moms can nurse babies anywhere that they would normally be mm-hmm. and that it is not an indecent act under law and that, and notice it doesn't say anything about but must be covered up like no you, it doesn't <laughs> if you if you really want to just kind of whip it out and go nuts right, right. you can do that you could now another thing is there could be people whip it out whatever <laughs> there could be people listening out here and there's a, a working mother who's mm-hmm. pumping every day yeah. and her she has to kind of really quickly do this during her lunch hour or whatever what this tells me even though i've never heard it before this tells me that a woman has a right to say to her boss, listen, it is within my legal right mm-hmm. to ask for a break in yep. the middle of my workday, not during my lunch hour. I don't, I don't know. I mean, this is how I'm interpreting it. Yeah. But I need my time to go... Um, you know, do what I need to do for the benefit of my baby. Yeah. So that's and for good the benefit of me. Do you know how it feels to be engorged? Oh, forget Ouch. about it. Ouch. Ouch. I mean, you don't know, but you you saw. Do you yes. Remember when I would get engorged? Yeah, they get nice and big. Well, and they get hard as a rock, mm-hmm. and they're it's painful. And if you don't get that milk out, it's it's pain. And I used to get breast infections when yep. I didn't do it. And you get a fever, and, and then I get a fever. It's kind of like flu symptoms. Symptoms. So the mother not only is they, do they need to get the milk out for the baby to feed. There's also that sense of, you know, engorgement where you really need to release that milk to feel physically comfortable or you can cause harm to yourself. You get sick. So, again, going back to this, it basically says that mothers in the workplace um, can get reasonable unpaid break time. And that they also that that their employers should make reasonable efforts to provide a room or a location where they can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyway, it's and just, if you don't get that, then you know don't call us because I don't know where to point you to. But right. you need to. Well, you just it's just information, mm-hmm. you know. And and if you live in a different state and you're listening, you know, just Google breastfeeding laws and see what they are. But what I want really want to get to, Todd, is there's the laws, okay? Yes. But what I really want to get to is what. 
you know, what is the really bottom line issue here? Why do we, why in our society does it have to be on one side or the other? Mm -hmm. Why do we have such a a black and white, you either, this is right. Like, for example, you're talking about DeKalb. A lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon of this business owner has the right to kick people out of his business and no one should take away the business owner's rights. Mm -hmm. And I don't even look at that part and worry about that. I don't want to take away a business owner's rights. I want to get to the deeper level of why does he feel it's indecent? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I don't, I'm not walking around trying to, you know, tell everyone what to do in their own business, but let's get to the core thing. Like, why doesn't this guy know that this is the most natural act ever? Yes. Thank you. Beautiful. Like, why are we, not just this guy, but so many people think this is gross. It's Um, so confusing to me. Yeah. And I don't, gross might be, I I think it's a lot of it is the sexual part. I think guys think of breasts as something sexual and the fact that that's, you know, there was even a friends, remember that episode of friends where they were, I don't know, somebody had breast milk or whatever. Yes, Ross, it was his first bait. It was Ben, yeah. and he he was afraid to taste the breast milk. Yeah, he was he was afraid to taste it, but then, yeah. So anyways, there, it's not just this guy. It's everywhere. Well, and it becomes a joke. We just watched The Hangover again the other night, mm-hmm. and, you know, one of the biggest jokes is when, or not the Heather biggest, Graham's, but when Heather Graham is about to nurse, and they're all like, they're oh, all my staring, gosh. Because, they're, you know what, they're not, they're not looking at how beautiful of an act this is. They're saying, there's Heather Graham's boobs. Right. It's pretty awesome. Exactly. And so it is obviously a common joke and a common... Um, Those boobs are awesome, by the way. <laughs> <whatever>. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, it's a common... What's the word I'm looking for? It's a joke, you yeah. know? Sometimes it's it's just still looked upon as being something... So how that, do we get back to, to get people to just know that this is just a natural act? Right. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't have an answer for it, but I do know that it's something we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. And after... Um, I've written about it before, but after this whole thing was going down with, you know, what was going on in DeKalb, I just felt this need to discuss it more not as someone i'm not angry i don't want to force my opinion down people's throats i just want to open that door to understand um what our disconnect is to the fact that what a child needs most when they're born is breast milk and that that is just by definition i'm not again this is this is like medical this is science mm-hmm. that is what is the perfect food for that baby so for us to get upset and up in arms when a mother is feeding their child it's confusing mm-hmm. and i'm not trying to be i'm not trying to be ignorant on my side mm-hmm. i just want to i I guess maybe after three children and being in this parenting world and everything, we are of we this are, world. We are of We're this so world. used to it. You're reading books, and store owner guy has never read a book right. about. And he probably didn't. I don't know if he has children either. So I don't know. Well, and then there was that the clip. I don't know if it was a news feed or if it was on YouTube, but you had the 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 breast milk advocate lady screaming at the store owner. And I don't know if that works either. And the store owner yeah. guy was actually he was trying to be calm, but you know, you just have two people screaming at each other. And I said yeah. that's such a waste of time. And that's what I don't want to do is fight anymore. And that's why I want to say to people... Can't who, we all just get can along? Can we get along? Well, and, you know, the argument I was saying... Or not argument, but what I was saying before about a lot of people have said to me when I've discussed breastfeeding and presentations or whatever, well, you know, I couldn't do that or that wasn't possible for me. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Then that's okay. Yeah. I, it's not about a judgment of, well, you should have tried harder. No, or, we're talking about the acceptance exactly, of people. For people who choose it mm-hmm. and want that right. for the reasons that they want this to do This is not that. a debate on whether or not you should breastfeed feed your child or give the child formula. This is about having people be okay when somebody nurses their baby. Exactly. That's it. That's it. And so, you know, and can we, and you know, you and I were lucky in some ways because 
the um, the generation that we come from, uh, formula was huge. Yeah. So breastfeeding wasn't that big, and it just so happens that your mother breastfed mm. and my mother breastfed at, at a time when formula was a bigger deal. Exactly. It was formula. Most um, you know friends my age that I talked to who nursed their children said my parent, my mom did not nurse, and so this was weird for my mom yeah. that I'm doing this. And what I can't understand is you know I figure the as society um, evolves evolves that we get further away from natural stuff but now it seems like 30 years ago formula was accepted but now it seems like uh breast milk is has come back to be the norm right well i think that both are the norm now Mm -hmm. maybe as before um nursing was thought of as you know people were starting to stay away from it because i think they weren't getting the right information right i don't think that there was the information was out there that it wasn't that formula formula was necessarily bad it was that i think they were getting the information that it was it was really good, better, or just as good. Mm-hmm. And we now know that really, even though, and again, it's just hard to talk about without debating this issue, but formula works, mm-hmm. you know, it mm-hmm. works there. And our, our children had formula sure. times or supplement. two. Yeah, we, we supplemented with that when we had to, but the, but that breast milk is a fantastic thing and that we are so lucky if you, if you are able to nurse, to be able to provide that to your mm-hmm. child. And so now we have that research and that understanding. So that isn't really debated anymore. Right. Now where we are in our society is allowing people to use that research mm-hmm. and know that this is, you know, and, and not just the research, but how it feels and allow that in places well, where it's... What I feel like saying, and it's and this isn't right, but what I feel like saying is, hey, store owner guy, just be more tolerant of it. And what I really feel like saying is this is not something to be tolerated. This is something to really be, to accept and to really know that it's the most natural, normal thing in the world. The term tolerate means something's wrong. Right. The term tolerate means that there is yeah. a, a, fr- a reason to, right. to resist to, to resist To be something. frustrated. There's really no reason to do that. And I think the first step is to have discussions and to have these awarenesses um, because that's really the only way to make any changes is just to start talking about it, to have a discussion. Exactly. And, to, and, and can we have this discussion without causing, and this is tough to do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm struggling right now, even in this 30-minute conversation that we're having, but to not put anyone off in the discussion where we don't have an, an angry argument back and forth, that it just comes down to choice, mm-hmm. that it comes down to, and in this case, the law, right. that it comes down to um, also respecting where other people are. Like, for example, you know, we were talking about covering up at the beginning. I did make a choice to use, you know, I was making fun of you about, you know, would you want a blanket over your head? But I did do blankets right. and I did have slings where the girls were covered up and that just was easier for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really have a need to say, hey, world, accept this. Right. You know, I, that wasn't really necessary. I did that in my own home. And, and I'll bet you that... there's a lot of moms that are just, that that are nursing that want to go into privacy and don't want anybody to see them. Sure. And, and that's fine too. And there's just as many moms out there that could care less about if right. anybody sees everything. Exactly. And I'd say the majority of them are somewhere in between. Exactly. And that there is no right, wrong, indifferent, right. whatever. What's right for the one lady would not be right for the other lady. Exactly. If I said to you, hey, you must go to the bathroom every time you nurse, right. as if I even had the, the power. <laughs> I, think, I feel like I'd I think say, that's your choice. But I said, you know, Kathy, do me a favor. It's making me uncomfortable going, going to the bathroom. You'd be like, okay, forget you. Right. Um, 
And the same goes if I said, you know, don't cover up at all. I want you to kind of just sort of, it, this is your choice. Right. This is like every other woman's choice. Who is nursing? You decide what works for you. Well, and I think what's important about this issue is because it's because, you know, now that it's out there is a lot of people have said, or what I was reading in these articles is that what if children come in? What if children see? What if, you know, certain people who don't want to see it, see it? Well, you know, the first comment is you don't need to look. Right. The second one is, is the more it's out there, like you were talking about Seattle, mm-hmm. the more that you see it, the more common it becomes. And because it is not indecent to people, mm-hmm. it's not an indecent act. It is an act of feeding. Mm-hmm. We will get more used to it and it will become more commonplace. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this concern about, you know, it's going to scar my child. You can explain to a child that is a mother mm-hmm. feeding a child and that that becomes normal. And this is not the same as, you know, people are trying to compare it or one uh, story I was reading, compare it to, you know, children dressing provocatively and yeah. sexualization. And this isn't sex. So somebody eating food. Exactly. And so we're making kind of random weird comparisons mm-hmm. and we're, um, we're missing the Let's point. Let's stay on track. Let's stay on track. Well, and I'm guessing store, store owner guy probably didn't see a whole lot of people nursing when he was a younger kid. There you go. And so part of our anger is directed at him. Mm-hmm. And really, he's he learning too. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, for lack of a better way to say this, let's show a little love. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the woman who did the nursing was wrong. Mm-hmm. She was trying to say, well, this is something that needs to be addressed. If she didn't talk, if she didn't do the, the nursing, then we wouldn't be talking about it, educating, exactly. or at least trying to inform people about what we think. Can we have these kind of discussions in a way where we're respectful of each other, where we listen? You know, something you and I talk about on the show all the time is listening to each other and validating where people are in that moment that we can hear rather than yell at them and talk over them and tell them why they should think like us. Because even for those of us who, you know, think of breastfeeding as the most normal and wonderful thing, there, you know, there was some learning that had to go on for that to happen. If it be from our family of origin or if it be from our own experience in becoming a mom. So we have to understand that some people are starting from scratch here. Mm -hmm. And can we talk about it and explain it in a way that instead of you know, make someone the enemy Mm -hmm. that we can say, Hey, this is an opportunity for education. And that's what I wanted this show to be to educate people about the laws of the state Mm -hmm. and, and the normalcy and the, and the reality that this is a good thing. People, Mm -hmm. this is a good, this is for healthy babies. Mm -hmm. This is for attachment to parents. Mm -hmm. This is one of the cornerstones of, of beginning a life. Yeah, and, you know, like you said, instead of screaming at store owner guy, maybe show him a little love. He just doesn't understand. He's he's He lacks the knowledge of why this really is a normal right. thing. And, you know, I just saw those people screaming at each other. I'm like, they're not getting anywhere. As a matter of fact, it, they're making it worse right. by the screaming. Right. And well, it, that's where it becomes news. Yeah. And that's where it becomes controversial. And that's where it becomes an issue. And um, where people start to take sides and start to talk about business rights and things that it has nothing to do with. I mean, yes, it does on some level because people can take it there. But again... We're beating a dead horse here, but it's so important. Mm -hmm. Again, this is just about education. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of my friends who are in this world, who are lactation consultants, and a lot of my friends who are doulas, and a lot of my friends who are midwives, and and many other things that are just in the parenting world, Mm -hmm. that that's what they're trying to do is... Um, is educate, and then you can make an informed decision mm-hmm. based on the information in front of you, rather than say, "Well, my mom didn't do it, so I'm not going to do it," right. or "My next door neighbor didn't do it, so I'm not going to do it," or, you know, or you know, or the vice versa. Like, figure it out for yourself and for your family. Yep.
Everything is individual. Yes, it Figure is. It, it, it is. And, and hopefully we, su- we supplied some kind of knowledge. You want to say anything else about nursing? Um, no. No, I think, I think that was the fastest 26 minutes that we've ever had on Zen Parenting Radio. You know, I will say something, and this is irrelevant, but I was just thinking, with each girl, I went longer. Like Did with JC, I went nine months. Mm-hmm. With Cameron, I went about 13, 14 months. With Skylar, I went about 18 months. Well, and months. I think, and one last thing before we go, is you let them decide when they I were did. done. I did. JC decided she was done after nine months. Yeah. Cammie, a little bit longer, and Skylar, even longer. They all kind of had a natural weaning process, right. which I was blessed, because I've heard the right. other is, is difficult, but... Um, why don't you talk about your new book that's um, coming out? My new book's coming out. It's actually, you can go on my website and pre-order my book. It's not here yet, but if you want to pre-order it, I will get it to you ASAP. It's called The Self-Aware Parent 2, 23 More Lessons for Growing with Your Children. It's basically a continuation of my first book, which was The Self-Aware Parent 19 lessons for growing with your children. So 19 plus 23, that's uh, 42. And if you want, you can buy both books together and get them for the cheap price of $20. There you go. That's not bad at all. So you got to go to my website. Thrifty likes that. The thrif- that was Thrifty's idea. That's right. um, so it's kathycassaniadams.com, C-A-T-H-Y-C-A-S-S-A-N-I-A-D-A-M-S.com. I will put that on our blog so you don't have to memorize that, but feel free to pre-order. Avid Company is our sponsor. They're based out of Lombard. They do painting, remodeling, uh, all over the Chicagoland area, please give them a call and mention Zen Parenting Radio. Their number is 630-956-1800, and their uh, website is avidavidco.net. So why don't you quickly promote your speaking presentations? Well, all I wanted to say is that if, you, if, you have, um, if you'd like to do a presentation, um, have me over for a presentation this summer. Invite some of your friends over, get some wine, and we'll talk about – we could talk about this. We yeah. could talk about nursing. We could talk about um, – sexuality about talking about sexuality with our children we could talk about discipline we could talk about um what are the other things i talk about school balance balance self-care self-care i it runs a gamut so go to my website and check it out and i'd be happy to come two last things i'm going to do the movie line in a second but if you want to send any comments we have a personal comments uh, email address it's comments at zenparentingradio.com if you don't want to put it on our Facebook wall, it's a way to kind of have a little more privacy if you send comments, something you want to Yeah, so if you have suggestions about the show. Lastly, the movie line is, that's no moon, it's a space station. If you know what that's (laughs) from, uh, go to Facebook and put another line from the same movie on. So this is Todd Adams saying farewell. Have a great week. Have a good one. Say who you are. Kathy Adams. Have a good one. Bye-bye.